0: Welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson, the podcast where we head down the road of the supernatural and beyond. So sit back and hold on as we take a ride together to what lies in the unknown and Beyond the Veil. Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson presents guest host, hypnotherapist Leslie Mitchell-Clark. Leslie is a Toronto-based certified clinical hypnotherapist who specializes in a number of modalities, including working with individuals who feel that they have had experiences, with extraterrestrial being. Most of this fascinating work, as well as metaphysical therapies such as past life and interlife regression, takes place in Leslie's Toronto Hypnosis Clinic, Lightwork Hypnosis. Her book, Intersections, is available on Amazon. And now your host, Daniel Jackson, with part one of Hypnotherapy Extraterrestrials, Past Life and Interlife Regression.
1: Hello and welcome to Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson. Me, Daniel Jackson. I'm your host, and uh Today, we have, uh, we have Leslie Mitchell-Clark on our show today, and uh, instead of me trying to tell my audience <laughs> what you do, why don't you, Leslie, pitch to my all the audience what you do?
2: Oh, all righty. Well, uh, for about the past 20 years or so, I have been a uh, board certified clinical master hypnotherapist and I'm also a regressionist. And I really, although I do all kinds of hypnotherapy, help people with all kinds of things, I really do specialize in working with individuals who believe that they have had um, some type of incident of high strangeness, whether it would be contact with an extraterrestrial or an ultra terrestrial or no matter what that feeling may encompass um um, i am always anxious to work with individuals to recovery to recover rather a, a full memory of um themselves in in essence so that's that is my primary thing i'm i'm an author i i have a book out another two in the hopper ready to come out and uh also uh for about the past 15 years i've been the co-host of a show called now contact tv it was contact radio so oh, cool. where i interview uh you know various peeps uh from our from our world and um and beyond so uh, that is essentially me i i am from new york city new york i'm an american but i am based out of toronto and uh, i work with individuals both uh, virtually and in person
1: Oh, cool beans. Do you believe that the I mean, because you call it strangeness, do you think it's uh, they call it strangeness? Because that's the way we have been taught it is because uh, I believe we, we've been we've been taught a lot of uh, disinformation from a long time ago. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's strange to people because we haven't been taught in the correct way. Do you, do you believe it's, it's that as well?
2: I completely concur with you I, I and I tell you probably the only reason why I use the term high strangeness at all is because I want to embrace whatever kind of experience an individual has had, right, whether it's like with a cryptid or, or, or some kind of, uh, ultra be some kind of ecstatic mm-hmm. experience. So uh, to me, I mean, if I could find something better, you know, I would certainly, but I, I, what I mean to do my intention is to simply embrace every type of experience that puts, you know, one toe out of the, you know, Artificial, linear—you uh, uh, know—dense uh, conception of reality that we have been, that we have either chosen to accept right. as 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 enlightened beings who come to take physical form or that we, that is the learning experience that, that occurs to many beings um, throughout our, uh, our multiverse in, in various stages. I personally think that there is a pattern of uh, spiritual evolution. And I, I do believe that many of the civilizations that are still with us in a sophisticated form. And I will speak of You know, Pleiadians, Arcturians, whatever, whatever you want to do to fill in the blank, you could even talk about angelic realms, whatever. But those beings have somehow uh, been able to survive this early awareness of the power of the atom without destroying ourselves. Correctly and totally. So you know the power of the atom is. Uh, uh, you know I kind of look at it in 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 a sense in the way that you know Gene Roddenberry uh, you know constructed his marvelous universe where you know no no primitive civilizations were messed about with unless they had been able to achieve warp drive. Right. Well, warp drive is a very short hop from awareness of nuclear power yes absolutely yeah uh, i think that may be a bit of what's going on there
1: yeah no and i i totally agree because uh uh unfortunately we are in a nuclear world uh, I know the, uh, the other beings that are out there that are trying to help us don't want us to be in a nuclear world because it is so self-destructive. We just don't realize that there are other ways that we could uh, oh. come up with to, to, uh, to have energy in this world. Oh my, and, and we, we, had yeah. we had them. We had them. We
2: have global amnesia.
1: Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we
2: have global amnesia, and the more that we, you know, but one of the beautiful things, maybe Daniel, about the time that we are both here, and maybe it's in a sense, you know, been our our wonderful timing to be here when we are. But you know, with the advent what? of uh, lidar and a lot of other really advanced uh, um, archaeological techniques, you know, structures are being found. Uh, you know, Göbekli Tepe structures are being found that are are millennia earlier than yeah. we had been taught you yeah. know humans with their low brows were you know listening to rock music and scratching out the living you know i mean it's you know we have been we've been taught this ridiculous scenario when in fact there have been regressions i would call them regressions yeah, societal regressions uh due to cataclysmic um things that have occurred in the past not the very least of which 10 to twelve thousand years ago would have been what we would call the No, noetic flood or the uh uh, the great flood that um uh, devastated many of our most sophisticated civilizations so we you know we need to recapture what we already knew every person on this planet has a pineal gland that can be re-stimulated
1: well we could we could capture that stuff if we didn't have so many who are in society who are what we should be calling the controllers they are in they're in control of the place they uh they make the rules uh, unfortunately and and we the rest of us are slaves to the to the rest of the world the uh, people who do control this place and we need to get away from the more or less the the power and control here that we relinquished a long time ago and get back to helping each other in this world that's the main goal i agree
2: and i think that i really see I have a very optimistic feeling about all of that. I think we are culling. I think we are exposing in the process of exposing, you know, know. now that we're getting into the, you know, what really happened as far as the, you know, the SSP, the secret space program, the billions, trillions of dollars that are missing from the U.S. Treasury. There are a lot of things that are now just beginning to come to light that will, in fact, Uh, uh, decimate the old paradigm.
0: Yeah.
2: And we don't want the old paradigm. You know, we've been lied to like children. Uh, since uh, since the at least since the Truman administration, we have been lied to. We have been built. Um, uh, our own people and the people of the world have been subjected to some pretty funkadelic agreements with certain uh, 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 certain uh, varieties of greys. Yeah. Um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that is and I, and I must, I'm just going to, I'll shut up after I throw this in, but I just wanted to say to, I, I want to send such a positive message to your, um, to your listeners, you know, if they, if they have had an experience, an encounter, it may not necessarily be as negative as the fragments of their memories tell them. And yeah. knowledge is power. and uh we can empower yourself it's my belief that there's barely a person on the planet who has not had an extraterrestrial encounter I mean the the MUFON reports Daniel I, I was part for 10 years I was part of the um uh experience research project run by Kathy Martin Kathleen Martin who I respect um immensely and um and what what they know is there is something like you know 14 between 14 and 17 million really legitimate claims of having had either encounters or sightings and that's bigger than new york city i mean that's yeah. massive that's a, and some people even say that as as many as two-thirds of the beings on the planet have had these experiences. So it, it, it's our our own memories, our own subconscious, our own genome memories are trying to wake us up to embrace new technologies yes, yes.
0: Uh,
2: and new ways of behaving and to completely get rid of these fashion despots i don't care what color they are what variety they are i don't care you know there is a there is a very uh nasty Mm. group of old despots who are trying like uh, you know they're trying to hold on and they're losing it they're they're they are losing that's yeah they
1: are losing they are losing the battle now because more and more people are becoming aware and they're and they're become they're they're it's not so much that they're becoming aware spiritually uh, but they are becoming a, w- a little bit more aware mentally as, as mm-hmm. they see uh, they I think it's what it is, they're just getting tired of being told what to do every single day, mm-hmm. and to follow a certain narrative, and people are starting to pick up on it, the fact that the that uh, I mean, we had a president uh, not too long ago who was saying everything is, is uh, false news, and and he was correct, and and people are now starting to pay attention to that, and they're noticing that, that that is everything is scripted for our lives, and we don't we don't our life our lives cannot be run by a script because no, and there's
2: a lot of a lot of control of the media and all that yeah. kind of jazz, but you know I would say that people do, humanoids we do not in our natural state hate no. We are we are spiritual beings in a material world, to quote yes. you know Sting, but our natural state is acceptance and love.
1: Yes, yes. So we, uh,
2: it's a, you know, yeah. I, I mean, I have to say that, you know, with the work that I do and other healers that I know and other practitioners, you know, we are, we are opening the eyes of the world, you know, one person at a time. Yeah. In fact, my, my next book is called Midwives of Disclosure. And you're a midwife of disclosure. I, you know, that's, we are people who are, who are gently and with love, ushering in a completely new way of being
1: yes yes yeah. so we we need to yeah i i uh, i say the same thing about that a lot that that uh, we do have to get rid of all this uh this crap in the world and uh, and we ha- we have to learn to learn to let go of all this of uh, all these things that we've been taught our entire lives and uh, mm-hmm. and uh yeah if, if you i always tell people if you take two children of the age of two years old every race, creed, and cover wherever you want to get and b- put them all in one big giant room and then turn two of them around and tell them, hey, I want you to point to me. Who do you hate in this room? They're going to look at you like you're crazy because they haven't learned yeah. how to hate. They haven't learned, they haven't learned pain, anger, sorrow, grief, guilt, anguish, all that stuff yet. But they will because eventually the world will teach them the ways of the world and they will basically throw a bucket of bleach over top of them and sanitize them of the truth. Well, and, uh, maybe,
2: but there, yeah, are very, spe- there are very special uh, mm-hmm. souls coming in very special kids coming in. Yeah. Uh you know so and also, you know, I I live in Canada. I our children were raised in a rainbow coalition that exists to this day. We do not have we have issues, God yes. Yeah, sure. But it's not like the bloody United States and I'm a New Yorker. You know my yeah. god, you know I but but I can tell you that and without Without becoming political, I don't want to become political in any way. But I would say that below the Mason-Dixon line in the southern part of the United States, in some instances, the Civil War has never ended because right. of the punitive, the financially and culturally punitive um, actions of the North. And Absolutely. you know, I, 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 it's, it's as. It was uh, at the end of the Civil War, you know, we would certainly do things. Well, I would hope we would do things a lot differently today than we did then. But uh, the 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 southern United States is like almost like another country because of the levels of of poverty, the levels of um, lack of education, all it's like a it's like a third world it's a third world country yes. within a first world country so yeah. my thing is that before we start let's let's feed the kids let's get the breakfast programs going let's educate them you know this is this is the essence little children do not hate they love right so you know right but been, how do-
1: how do you keep a population under your thumb? Do You make sure this this stuff continues to happen. Oh yeah, fear you, yeah. and
2: uh, fear is fear. the big t- fear is the big tool. Yeah, you know, at any we time that that um, you know the government wants some kind of action or 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 a sitting government or whatever, you know, the fear card is always introduced. So yeah, they're always they're always yeah. trying to teach it to us. And, yeah, it's a, great, it's a great. it's uh, we, we're
1: uh, we're continuing to learn the same thing over and over and over again. We don't. Well, we don't, we don't it,
2: have anymore. to. We don't have yeah, to be all, have to. be on that wheel of eternal. Occurrence. You know, we are in the process of waking up. Yes. We are. And I mean, Daniel, you must know how many. I mean, I can only imagine how many wonderful people you talk to on your show.
1: I do. Yes. You and know, I, and, and, and I try and, to talk to them on, in person as well. And uh, my wife and I are actually doing a, uh, uh, a crystal uh, fair this weekend and i'm going to be out doing readings and then uh, oh, selling my book out there but but i i like doing those things because mm-hmm. then i get to talk to people mm-hmm. person to person and mm-hmm. let them know hey you know what we don't have to listen to this stuff out there that's we can, right we could and we you're can, healing we can them. Take so, yeah we could take care of ourselves you know
2: that's right you are healing them and you are and you are giving getting them in touch with their spiritual self and yes. they leave contact with you and your wife feeling elevated and more in touch with who they are
1: yeah i just read i was at my uh chiropractor's office this morning and uh and uh someone said something in my my presence and i said oh you know you know you have to pay attention to that and, and then and like what why do you say such things and i tell them well you ever see that movie the sixth sense about the little boy who sees ghosts And they said yes yeah. i'm that same way i i know a lot mm-hmm. about this stuff and then they was like oh what do you see about us and then i too i read two of them right there and they were like the one girl, girl had to leave the office, the other one came back, she, he said, she said, he just read me like a book. I don't know how he knew mm-hmm. all that stuff. I said, because I talked to the ones who know. That's how. Yeah. The- well,
2: you tune <clears> in. It's like up. you're a radio. You know, I was born with the shining, too, as you say, in my Irish culture. But the, it's like tuning in uh, to a radio frequency. Yes, you you're receiving all the information is there. And like, you know, it's I don't, passport. I don't really accept the idea of time as a linear experience. I, no, I no believe time. that time in the way that we perceive it on planet Earth is a mutual agreement so we can get stuff done. So right show up on time so so we can pass through our lives but as far as far as the true nature of space time uh i think it's probably more like an onion you know with with different layers of things kind of all occurring in one burst of creativity at the same time time. but that's very difficult for that's a very difficult concept for uh particularly for right-brained people You know, who are linear linear thinkers, they have a real hard time with that. So I don't worry about it. You know, it's, it's, um,
1: I try to explain it to them. I try to tell them, you know, you wake up in this world and you're, little, you're in a little baby body and your mm-hmm. mom and dad's above you going, I'm your mom and dad. And you're going, I don't know who the hell you are, but okay. And then uh, <laughs> they uh, and then they raise you and then try to instill some morals in you or maybe they don't, maybe you got some screwy parents, but uh, you never really stop going. Your body slows down just to, to go to sleep, but you always are cont- continuously going. I try All to time. tell them, yeah, you know, the, a long time ago, you know, this, this planet, uh, a lot of the uh, calendars were different. We had a calendar that started out with five months, then went to nine months, 10 months, and now it's 12 months. I, I said, so if it went back to original five months, and if you're 35 years old, maybe you're 70, you know, so maybe, <laughs> but maybe you're not, because you're not, you just here, and you go until it's time to not be here, and then move on to the next place. That's all, but you know, we're all not Indeed. meant to be No one's meant to be 150 years old here. Besides, at that point, it's going to hurt to pee. So who wants to be here again? uh,
0: Well, you're here, you're here
1: for a reason.
2: I would say Daniel hmm. that it's very entirely possible that, that that our species may be able to activate certain aspects of the DNA that are not now identified right. that will help with the process of aging. Remember our right. this again is just my opinion but uh, you know our progenitors or at least one of the civilizations that contributed to our to our DNA would be the Anunnaki and they're planet had a 3600 year elliptical orbit so they aged differently right not because they were more evolved they were just here because for that was you know that was their bio, biorhythm, i guess yeah. i could say something yeah, sure. like that so uh, i and i really believe that when you look into the old testament figures and you're looking at these uh, ancient beings like methuselah that we're talking about Earth years yeah. that these beings carried certain DNA markers, which led to them having extended lifetimes. Yeah, I mean, and,
1: if somebody were to come up to me and say, "Hey, you don't look a day over twenty-five hundred years," great, you know, but, uh, <laughs> but uh, well, I don't want to look like I'm twenty-five hundred years old. I'm, I'm, I'm no, hopefully no. my body's not broken down where I'm just. A- <laughs> And, I, and I'm still going to be here for another thousand years. You know, but, yeah, we uh, don't
2: want to look like the mummy of Ramses the Second as we're walking about at, you know, Walmart or whatever. Yeah, you know, that's not yeah, a good look. That, not yeah. a good look.
1: Yeah, hopefully, <laughs> hopefully by then I had figured it out that I don't need to walk through Walmart at all. At all but, uh, yeah, but uh, true, so well, uh, you know, let's get into this. Let's uh, let's get. It. So uh, I'm just going to ask one of these questions here uh, right off the top. Uh, when did you uh, first become interested in the uh, in the ufology and uh, this particular use of your hypnotherapy Yay. and hypnotic uh, regression. when, when well, what, what was the deciding moment that said, this is it for me?
2: Uh, well, um, I, I had some very... Amazing experiences of my own when I was only about 16 years old, and I was working as an actress at Summerstock Theater. And I detailed a lot of that in my book, so I won't waste any time on that. But um, I was very keenly interested in anything to do with ancient archaeology, you know, what have you. I remember when I was only probably about 15, you know, Eric Von Doniken came out with his little Super 8 film, uh, you know, Chariots of the Gods, and uh, I, you know, my little mind was blown. So, my interest was always, you know, right up there. Now, um, I have always worked And on some level in mental health care. Uh, When I was at university, I worked my way through university by being a psychiatric technician in a state mental hospital. Now, that was a trip. Yeah, but that was one job. Yeah, that was really something else. But, uh, you know, I worked in rehab and this, that, and the other. Now, um, I had a really have always had a parallel career with what I do with regard being a therapist and i did i have worked and still work in the entertainment business i still sing and act and do all those things and and for many years i had a very um busy uh um, pr firm uh, in the music business so at a certain point i'm gonna say you know i was in midlife and um I was completely unfulfilled by what I was doing. Sure. I thought, you know, this is all ego-based bullshit. It's yeah. it's it's yeah. it's horrible. In fact, I'm doing more harm than I'm good because I'm blowing people's egos up while their records come out and what have you. And then and then they inevitably crash into a state of self self-loathing, self-loathing. So this yeah. is bad, bad. I was looking for I guess you could say I was having a midlife crisis really and luckily I didn't buy a a red convertible or 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 take a mistress or a mister or both or whatever what have you so uh, my dear husband you know he knew I was kind of I I was just searching so he said you know this is what I'm going to do I'm going to buy you a, a past life regression because I think it would be very helpful, so he he did that. He found somebody qualified, and he and I went. And not only was the past life regression incredibly insightful, but the the main thing that I took away was, I can do this. I may have done this in many past lives, you know, because hypnotherapy is ancient in the extreme—ten thousand years, six thousand years we know of. So I I finally from that from that session i connected with what i needed to do and uh, so not long after that i went and got all the uh, appropriate training to become certified and um eventually i got a job at a very excellent clinic now what started to happen is about once a month in this very wonderful clinic that sort of shirley mclean had made it famous because she used to come there occasionally so um About once a month, someone would come in and say that they had report that they had had an extraterrestrial encounter or uh, missing time or what have you. And none of the other therapists wanted to touch this with a 10 foot pole. No, you know, they just because, you know, well, one of the reasons is we have to be scrupulously careful that we are not working with someone who has been diagnosed with a serious mental illness. Sure. That's against the law for a for a hypnotherapist therapist not for a um, uh, not for other practitioners who are psychologists or psychotherapists and very soon I'll be rated as a psychotherapist so I won't have to worry about it as much but our thing is we we can't work with mentally ill people. So nobody want to deal with it so I said bring it on, baby, bring it on. I, I, I'm fascinated. Okay. And that was really the beginning. So it was almost like the bat signal went up. I don't know how to explain it any other way because soon people from all over the world literally were contacting me about working with them as far as using regression techniques, which I would normally use in past life regressions. I adapted them for for that type of work. Um, And then it was just, uh, it was just, uh, how should I say it, it was just an exponential um, situation where more and more people began contacting me. Now, simultaneously, I also had my little, you know, radio show, so that probably helped. But I kind of think, it's more uh uh, more rarefied than that you know that somehow i was sending out a signal if you will that was being received by the people that needed the help right so it wasn't really anything that i did as far as pr and it just happened organically and naturally and i now believe just as it was supposed
1: to happen yeah i was just about to say it happened because it was supposed to happen yeah Mm -hmm. yeah, i I was kind of like a psychotherapist just minus the therapist part but (laughs) uh i just yeah it's okay i got jokes it just happens yeah just uh so so um let's go with another question here uh how do you how do you know when someone's or when someone is actually having this true experience when it's a genuine experience? When how how can you tell the difference between someone who is uh basically you know this is actually happening, or they just read too many comic books and now they're full of mm,
2: Indeed. Well, I have a very rigorous process that I sure. go through. through. And um now the first thing and would be husband. is I, my poor husband. I don't know not with him. He can do anything he wants. He's right, fabulous. Right. But um, but in this instance, I have a very rigorous process. So um, first, um, and you know, I really have adopted this because Kathleen Martin, one of my great idols, you know, has this is her standard. I really don't work with anyone who doesn't have at least a partially recalled memory
1: good yeah yeah of an
2: experience right it, it can't just be on the fantasy anyone, level sure. or I think I heard this or no there has to be at least a partially recalled experience now uh, beyond that um, I ask an awful lot of questions because it's essential for me to find out about the person's psychological history and not always from what they say, but from what I have learned to perceive. And also from my years at university working with severely mentally ill people, I I really have a spidey sense. And I will always err on the side of caution.
1: Yeah, I have what what you would call a spidey sense as well, but Mm -hmm. I also, I get touched on my face for yes and no answers. Mm -hmm. Uh, So when I get a yes answer, it feels like blood is dripping across my face and I get Mm -hmm. it touched. By, uh, by my, uh, guides, which are archangels, Mm -hmm. uh, not men with wings because they don't have wings and no, no wings. That was a
2: medieval invention. Yeah. They're not fighting a battle
1: in heaven and there's no, no, no,
2: no.
1: uh, Yeah. They touch me for yes and no answers. Mm -hmm. And I get all this for yes answers, but I get one answer for no. And it feels like a tear running down my face. Mm -hmm. So, uh, so when I'm doing a reading for someone, if they, uh, I start asking them questions or they ask me questions, first question I ask is. Is this person telling me the truth? And if they're and if I get that down my face, I go, oh, and they're lying to me. And they tell, yeah. me, they say yes. So, uh, so I stop the reading. And I say to them, hey, well, you, you need to ask me some truthful questions, not mm-hmm. these manipulated questions, so you can go and get your own truth because that's not the mm-hmm. truth. But mm-hmm. the, and then they ask me, how did you know that? And I said, because you're talking to the freaking medium. That's how I know it. Yeah, yeah, and, uh, yeah. I know, I know when someone's lying to me, so uh, I well, don't have to go through such a. Uh, a vigorous rigorous thing right all i have to do is say are they telling me the truth or not and i got a yes or no that fast and half well daniel if i were to
2: if i were to be brutally honest with you i know in two seconds
1: yeah me too it's but i have to go through
2: the i have to go through the protocol yeah and also you know a mental health issue we just just
1: do it differently that's all
2: we just do it differently i mean a disassociative (laughs) disease doesn't necessarily preclude that there may have also been extraterrestri- extraterrestrial contact. Right. So, in that instance, say, like say, for instance, someone presents, and you know they they have been diagnosed with a borderline personality what have you. You know, I don't just leave them hang out, hanging out to dry because I have several colleagues who are both psychologists and psychotherapists who would be a, and who are open to the idea. Yeah. of et contact and who would be able to see that person and see them um legally right where sure. i where sure. i can't at this particular time so yeah, but was- like you you know like you i you know i don't even have to see them i can hear them on the phone for 2 seconds and i yeah. know so, but uh, i do
1: same thing i i don't even have to be in in the same room with them oh no like don't need to someone will call me up on my website cuz mm-hmm. they want to know if they have this ability too all, all I have to do is read their name, and then I get a yes or no answer, and then mm-hmm. I know right away. And and or, but even the ones who like who try to trick me in the uh, in a reading or such like that, I will still give them a second chance, and I'll try to help them. But as, but they have to be truthful at the same time. I'll I'll give them. I'll let them know. Hey, you're not telling me the truth here. How about telling me the truth, and we can move forward with this. And and if they continue to tr- just try to you know trick their way through it, then I just go. Hmm, no, I can't help you. But uh,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. Indeed. But
1: but you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. You must. Because it's not easy for people to trust other people. They're they're coming to me with, uh, you know, I tell my wife all the time. When I do a reading for someone, like I'm sure with you, this becomes a very intimate situation where mm-hmm. they're going to be telling you things that they wouldn't tell other people because they're oh, going to know yeah. that you can trust. They can yeah. trust you, so I'm sure you're having the same thing all the time.
2: There, it's a very, it is a very um, intimate experience. here. and there has to be trust. Yeah. Between the practitioner, or, you know, and or the therapist or whatever, there has to be trust, and um, you know the. I guess, you know, I always want, I want to be able to work with the person. So I suppose uh, what I'm looking for in my little, you know, intake that I do is validation that I can work with them is, is kind of more, I'm not looking to debunk them. I'm looking to say, but, uh, but there you you have it, but just like you, you know, whoever is around, whoever, whatever angelic beings or devas or or ancestors are helping me and i know that i have help yeah i don't do this alone whatever they kind of impart to me i i will go with
1: yeah and that's what I, i do the same thing with people as well i try to tell them all the time you're never alone in this world we have spiritual guides who are with us we have other beings who are with us all the time but we just have to learn to listen to them, and then learn to learn to follow through with what they're trying to tell us. You know, we can't just—you don't have to w- walk around this world thinking you're alone and everything, because no we one. We are is. not alone. No, we've we've, we've been just alone. been taught we are alone. We mm-hmm. have been taught to have self-doubt and and and, mm-hmm. and not have any faith in ourselves, and we need to learn. We need to learn differently. So, uh, so, let's see. I got I got a gazillion questions here. Uh, <laughs> yeah, because you have of them. Um, uh, that's a good one. What is the goal uh, of recovery uh, from the suppressed memories they have with these ET encounters? How mm. do you? What is, what is it that you're trying to to help them with and, and in the uh, the end game of this?
2: Okay, my my goal is to recover in a safe way and integrate the memories. And also help the individual to get in touch with their, with their purpose. But the integration of the memories is, is number one. And, and the reason why I say that is, is these, these dear people are often suffering with an array of things to do with the suppression of feelings and memory.
0: Sure.
2: Uh, they have sleep disorders, they have paranoia, they have uh, waking dreams, they don't really sleep. It's it's a whole plethora of stuff that these dear people can be dealing with once they start to wake up. Now, Daniel, it is my belief, and I'll take anyone to task on this, but it is my belief that any type of memory suppression or memory block, whether it has been constructed by an ET source or whether it has been constructed by our own uh, black ops programs, they can't last more than 20 years. Right. That So we have right mm-hmm. now, I mean, in my practice, I have people in midlife who are waking up and this would be... Yes a commonality. And I'm, I'm sure that you've seen this as well, because this is what happens, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, maybe it just has to do with parts of our life in the early part of our lives. Many of us are involved with having children and being and I'm building our careers and what have you. I don't know if it's that, but I, I really do believe that true memory suppression uh, doesn't exist because you would uh, have to be able to truncate the the cosmic mind and no one can do that
1: yeah i myself uh, i have seen spirit my entire life and i heard them and all that stuff but i did not become aware that i was a medium until right before i was 50 years old
2: well there you go and and i'm sure you know I I may not have had a Mm -hmm. lot of people becoming mediums and practitioners like yourself, but what I do here is an incredible increase in PSI abilities.
0: This was Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson with Leslie Mitchell-Clark in part one of Hypnotherapy, Extraterrestrials, Past Life and Interlife Regression. Subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss part two. For more information about Leslie, visit her at lightworkhypnosis.com. Thanks for watching and we'll see you next time on Beyond the Veil with Daniel Jackson.